This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick and welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. And this is the first episode. And I got to tell you, I'm so excited to be doing this, so excited for the opportunity to serve. And I just want to extend my gratitude to you for being here and extend my excitement to you because my guess is if you're listening to this, you are looking to advance your career. You're looking to take a very proactive approach. I'm not sure where you're at in your journey, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve you. And so before I get into anything else, you know, I can't imagine, I could never imagine 10 years ago, if somebody told me I was going to be running this podcast and doing this, I would have told you, you were absolutely crazy, but here I am and it's been a long journey. And so for this episode, I want to get into a little bit about my story and why, uh, why I do this and um, what I do and, and how uh, we've kind of reached this point in our company and in my career and, and how we've created what we've created and ultimately what that means for you and how we can help serve you and 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 the value that we want to bring to you week in, week out through this podcast. So before I get into anything else, let's roll the introduction music for the first time. Super exciting. And uh, then we'll get into this thing. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this. If those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people, and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. All right, hey, so I'm so excited to get in this first episode. Now, um, let, let me just kind of get into our story a little bit and kind of how it started, you know, a, a little bit about my background and how this has come to be because it's been a crazy journey for me. Um, and I think it's it's relevant because my journey is not that unlike a lot of the journeys of people um, that are probably listening to this as, as, as it might be your journey. We all have this uh, venture and experience and mine's probably a little bit different than yours because I decided that the corporate track was simply not for me because of a plethora of reasons. But you know, ultimately, about 10 years ago, uh, a little less than 10 years ago, I was the head of recruiting and development for a Fortune 1000 company. And I had a lot of fun. It was it was um, very eye-opening for me to have that experience and work with the people that I did. And uh, I built some of the best teams in the country for this company. And we did some just uh, had amazing successes. And I learned a ton. Now, the challenge with that was the higher I got in ranking um, status with the company, and, and the more I progressed, the more I realized that I just wasn't built for that. I wasn't built for the corporate world. I didn't want to be in that environment. And in fact, I looked around and I saw the people who were in the positions that I was kind of aspiring to. And I was just, I remember sitting there thinking to myself, I just, it wasn't for me. I looked around the boardroom and I looked at the people who were in the positions I was working towards. And they were all on their you know, second or third marriages and they had a strange relationship with their kids and it was all about making the almighty dollar and, and they were sacrificing family and, and everything. And so no judgment whatsoever. It's just not the life that I wanted to live for me. I just remember getting home and, and my daughter looking at me after I was gone for um, a long time and I was you know, working long hours and traveling and, and, and wasn't very present for the first year of her life. And I just remember getting home and her being at the top of the stairs and looking down at me and screaming, no, and just running the other way. You know, she, she didn't even know who I was at that point in time. 
And, and that was just a really awakening moment for me that I was just like, I can't do this. Thank God, you know, I have an amazing wife and, and she was just like, you need to quit. You know, like we could figure something out, figure something out. And I was just like, who quits this job? You know, I, I can't quit this job. And she, she just said, listen, we'll figure it out. And so, you know, I did, I quit and I started my own um, consulting company. And, you know, I, I really started focusing my time helping people build businesses. You know, I realized that my passion wasn't necessarily with helping recruit and develop and, and all that stuff. Really, my, my passion was with people. And really, I've been blessed with the gift of being able to work with people and help people through conversation, through process, identify what are the challenges in their life? What are their goals in their life? What's holding them back? Like, what are the what are the what are the the gaps that they need to fill to be able to get from where they are to where they want to be? That's always been a gift of mine. I've always been able to do that in every field, helping people build their businesses in the financial industry when I was in the recruiting and development role, and also when I left there, started my own consulting company. It, I was working with small businesses. I was helping them build out their online processes, building their brand, and it wasn't until several years ago I started working with. A company which is which was one of the top executive search firms in the country and when I started working with them it was within the first week that I just started going through the process because part of my process was to get deep into every company that I was working with and consulting with to really learn kind of the inner workings of why and what they do what they do and why they do what they do and and when I got into it and started realizing the people that they were serving the executives that they were serving and their mission was and and ultimately what the struggles were for the people who are having a hard time in this job search, I realized that, man, the, everything I was doing for small businesses and, and companies that I was consulting with, the strategies, the principles, everything that it took to be successful to build a business online and in, and in person even, was the same process it took to find a job. Yes, there are little caveats or little uh, little shifts that you needed to make. Obviously, you don't need a resume when you're building a business. You need other, other uh, marketing documentation. So there are some caveats and, and some unique traits to each segment, but ultimately the principles were the same, whether you're looking to build customers, whether you're looking to sell yourself or sell your products or services or what have you, it's no different in the market when it when it comes to the executive job search space. Now, one of the things that I always tell people and that I learned really quickly is that when you're entering this space, you want to make sure you go into it with the mindset that nobody's going to hire you. What they're going to do is they're going to invest in you. So we're all just products in the marketplace. No matter how you slice it, no matter how you look at it, at the end of the day, we're all just products in the marketplace. And so no company is going to hire you, What especially, I should say, at the executive level, what they're going to do is they're going to invest in you. And it's key to go into it with that mindset. So if you look at it like from the perspective that we're all just products in the marketplace and you're looking to, to get a company to invest in you, yeah, there's some other layers and we're going to get into this as, as different episodes of the podcast kind of come forward here. But you need to make sure that you're looking for companies that you're willing to buy into them as well because there's got to be a back and forth, right? It cannot simply just be about you landing a job. But you need to be able to position yourself and sell yourself in the marketplace, right? And so 
it, the ability to sell a product, if I'm trying to sell a product out there, what do I have to do? I have to know who my ideal buyers are. I have to know what their problems are. I have to know how to articulate solutions for those problems. And I need to be able to explain to them how the product that I'm trying to sell them is going to solve their problem. If I'm trying to sell Tide laundry soap, you know, it's not just, yeah, your clothes are going to be clean. It's no, you get stains. You have these kids that are in grass stains or getting dirt all over and they're all this stuff. Like Tide is going to be the only detergent, you know, that is their problem. And Tide is going to be able to solve that problem and extract that stain from your fabric, right? Like that is a, that is how you sell a product like that. It's, you got to find, identify the problem and you got to be able to articulate a solution emotionally and connect with people and let them know that your product is going to solve that problem for them. And it's no different in the executive level. When you're going through a search, most of the jobs that you're looking for are never going to be posted. They're never going to be advertised. They're hired through private networks. They're hired through networking. And, and we're going to touch base on all this. I'm going to interview experts in the industry. I'm going to bring the best people in the industry. I've been so blessed to be able to connect and establish and cultivate relationships with some of the most amazing leaders in the executive search industry. And I'm so excited to be able to do that. And, and in that, I'm going to talk to you about how do you go about this process? You know, most people think all you have to do is go make a resume, look, submit it on job boards, post it and, and post it on uh, job boards and connect with, with recruiters. And, and they think everything's just going to line up. And the reality is nothing could be further from the truth. What you need to do is make sure you have a very proactive process. And most people I speak with understand that, you know what, if I'm running a business, I know that in order to be successful, I need to be proactive and not reactive. And in fact, most people understand, especially at your level, if you become reactive in any environment, it's a recipe for disaster. And what I kind of coach people to and, 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 it's it's a, a foundational principle that you need to be able to be successful is that if you're going to handle this executive job search effectively, you need to handle it like a business. You need to create a business plan. You need to have a proactive methodology that you're going to follow. Yes, your resume is important, but what's more important is how you leverage that resume, how you utilize it as a tool. And the question is, what other tools do you actually need to be able to navigate your search effectively, to be able to network effectively. What are the processes? How are you engaging with other people? How are you serving other people? How are you asking questions? How are you how are you presenting yourself in the world, right? In in, in the market. And are you branded and marketed properly, right? Most people aren't. You know, most people come to me and say, Hey Chris, if I could just get in front of the right person, I know I could sell myself. You know, my challenge isn't my ability to sell myself, my challenge is just get in front of the right people. The reality behind that statement is what I typically see and find is that nothing could be further from the truth. Most people do need help with that. Yes, they need help connecting with the right people. And that's a huge specialty and strategy of ours is helping people identify the right companies and people and building a bridge and cultivating relationships and building those connections to be able to find jobs in what we call the hidden market. But Ultimately, it's way more than that. It's about how do you have a whole process? How do you brand yourself and position yourself? How do you identify problems, articulate solutions? And most people think they're amazing at that, but they're not necessarily as amazing as they think. Or maybe it's it's a little convoluted because the reality is if you've gotten to the level that you're at, 
you are probably amazing at what you do. There's no doubt about it. But unfortunately for most people, what makes you truly amazing at what you do are probably the intangibles and the things that just kind of come natural to you. And typically, the things that come natural to us are harder for us to explain. It's kind of like Michael Jordan, best, well, arguably, I'm not going to get into this, but, you know, arguably the best basketball player of all time, right? But if you look at it, his track record since his playing days are over, he was a horrible coach, right? And then he got into management. He's not, I'll even argue, he's probably not the best talent evaluator or general manager or whatever. But I guess let me say this, just focusing on his coaching side of it, he was not a good coach simply because everything he did, he was such a workhorse and he had such an amazing work ethic and he had such a natural gift. And when you combine that work ethic with the gift, he didn't have a lot of empathy for people. He couldn't relate to people that didn't have his work ethic. Right. And that was, that was a really hard point for him. And quite frankly, he didn't know how to teach people how to take a jump shot and uh, do all these other things. And I'm not a huge basketball player, but he didn't know how to do all that because it just came, it was a gift for him. So the things that are gifts for people doesn't necessarily mean you're the best at communicating or coaching people to that. Now that can be worked on and that can be taught and, and we can, and that's one of the things that we do. And so at the end of the day, it's, it's about making sure that you have a process and that you understand that there are five steps to, th to this thing and to your job search. And the first, so the first step that you need to get into is seeking clarity. You know, what is it that you want? You know, you need to begin with the end of mind. Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people. He always says you need to begin with the end of mind, start with the end of mind and reverse engineer a process to go there. Too many people when they enter the job market, you know, there's a certain level of fear. There's a certain level of desperation that that just happens, right? Because I mean, most most people at the executive level, when they get thrown into that market, they're out of their element. They've never been there before. You've got bills, more bills than most people because we're living at a higher level, right? We have more responsibilities and we have all that stuff going on. And so it creates a different level of fear. And so you naturally, I think, become reactive because you don't know what else to do. So what do you want to do? You want to do something. You, you want to feel progress. You're, so you slap together a resume and you just try to get it out there. But you're making a big mistake if that's what you're doing. Because if you don't seek clarity first, I mean, all high performers in the world, they seek clarity first. And when you do that, that's going to allow you to have clarity on where you want to go. And when you are able to really have that clarity before you begin your process of creating a resume, creating your marketing documentation, targeting ideal companies, trying to reach out and have conversations, you'll realize that there are so many reasons that you need to actually take a pause, take a couple days, reset your mindset, your mind frame, and, and ultimately create a process and figure out what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What are the types of companies? What are the types of cultures? Who are the people that you want to work with? What are the geographic restrictions that you have? All these different things that kind of come into play. And then when you do that, now you're able to actually go out there and do step two, which is create your marketing documentations, right? Which is your resume, what we call your executive pro forma. And I'll get into that in another episode. Um, but optimizing your LinkedIn profile, creating any of the content, any of the marketing documentation that you're going to use as a sales tool to sell you as a product in the marketplace to solve the problems and position yourself as the best investment opportunity in the market for what you do. That is step. Now, after step two, uh, when you have all your marketing documentation created, then is step three, you got to 
uh, you got to you got to identify companies, you got to target companies and people. And so what you're going to do there is you're going to you're going to literally make a list of companies that you'd be excited to work for. Don't think about job boards. You might want to look at job boards just to get an idea of some job postings out there. But remember, over 90% of the jobs you're looking for at the 100K and up level are never going to be posted or advertised. So why spend 90% of your time focusing on 10% of the opportunity? It makes no sense at all. Yet that's what most people do. And I mean, think about that. Would you spend 90% of your time in your business focusing on where 10% of your revenue was generated from? No, of course you wouldn't. So why would you do that here? It, it, it literally makes no sense. So please don't do that. You want to take a step back and, and think about, okay, let's not worry about any jobs that are available. Let's worry about what companies do I want to work for? What are the cultures that I want to work for? And make a list of ideal organizations that you would genuinely be excited to work with if there were an opportunity. And let's just assume there are, because if they're not posted or advertised, if those opportunities are not posted or advertised, just because you don't see a job posting for that organization doesn't mean you shouldn't make effort into those organizations to be able to try to land a job there and connect with the right people, because that's where the magic happens, right? And so once you've targeted and identified those companies at step three, then comes step four, which is cultivating relationships with key influencers, decision makers, and leaders inside of those companies. And that is a huge process that is uh, an overwhelming, intimidating process for a lot of people. Um, and, and that's one of the areas that we really guide and coach people through um, significantly the best. I think that's one of our really strong points. But some people, that's really natural. Some people, it's not so natural. And uh, it just depends on where you're at in that process to be able to do that. Now, once you've obviously uh, cultivated some relationships and so on and so forth, and most of the time, step four and step five kind of weave in and out with each other, um, but then it becomes the interview, negotiate, and close stage, right? That's where, as you've cultivated relationships, obviously the goal of that is ultimately to land interviews. And as you interview, you're going to negotiate, you're going to have a back and forth, because remember, you're not going into these interviews facing a firing squad, you're going into these interviews as more of a consultant, more, you know, you're trying to identify their challenges, articulate solutions, uh, provide those solutions. And that's what's really going to allow you to separate yourself from the crowd, right? And so when you're able to do that, you know, now you are elevating your value in the marketplace. And so actually, your income, your package, whatever, uh, is is going to be uh, able to be elevated, right? And so when you go for the close, you're going to be able to ask for more. You're going to be able to get more. Um, you're going to come in with a higher level uh, of of influence in that organization, and ultimately, uh, it's going to help your conversion rate. Ultimately, of, of of being able to land that job faster. So, so those are the five steps you know that you need to follow. Um, that is the foundational process that we follow. Now, obviously, there are a lot of micro steps inside of the bigger steps. Uh, there's a lot of tips, strategies, techniques, and we're going to cover that in this podcast. I'm so excited to get into that. But um, I would I would love for you to make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Uh, if you're looking, I can tell you there's really not much better for your career that you could do uh, than listen to this podcast. I'm not sure if you're listening to this and you know we're a little ways into this and you've got a bunch of episodes to listen to. Uh, binge listening to these if you're in the car. Uh, keeping your mindset right is huge. Uh, the one thing I can promise you is, is if you do your executive search the right way, 
it's going to be hard. You're going to have to work through it. Nothing worth doing is easy. And that's just kind of a principle that I, that I live life by. Um, but it is worth it. That is the big thing. It is worth it. And you should be able to navigate this process, uh, effectively, but that's where making sure you have the right psychology going into this. And I'm a big believer that we can all deal with anything that we expect. It's what we don't expect that happens to us. That throws us off track. And so my goal with this podcast is to not give you just the tips and tricks and tools and secrets to, to be successful in your search, but also to set expectations right. Because when you do have the right expectations, I think you're going to be better positioned for when you get a little bit sidetracked or sideswiped by certain situations and circumstances and conversations that are inevitable that are going to happen to you, right? I mean, most people are not salespeople, but the reality is this job search is a sales job. And in order for you to be successful, you need to own that. And if you're not a salesperson, well, that's the individual who this doesn't come completely natural to you. And if you are a salesperson, well, you got a little bit of an edge because you understand what this process, or at least foundationally, this process is all about. And so um, use that to your advantage. So anyway, that is it. Um, I, I'm super excited. Like I said, I cannot express enough gratitude. Um, if you're listening to this and you got through the first episode here, 22 minutes into this or 20 minutes into this or so, I just know that if you're listening to this, that you're somebody who's really taking uh, an intentional process in your career, in your search. Um, I can only imagine the stresses that you're going through that, that you're thinking about, or even if you're thinking about just making a shift proactively and you're still working, it's still stressful because my guess is you're just looking for more and you feel you deserve more. And the reality is you probably do. And I'm really, really, uh, just grateful that you're checking in on this and, and that you're giving us the opportunity to serve you and, and give you the information and, uh, make an impact in your life and in your career. If you have any questions about anything, I'd love for you to comment. Please leave reviews if you if you love this. Feel free to you know take a screenshot of this, tag it with hashtag Executive Job Search Secrets on LinkedIn if you can. Um, I would really appreciate that if you feel like you're getting value from this. But anyway, I hope you guys go out there. You have a blessed, inspirational day. I can't wait to see you on the next podcast. Like what you just heard? Visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.